Welcome to the Holistic Anxiety Fix Podcast, where we explore the many different root causes of anxiety so you can learn how to heal naturally and reclaim your love for life. Hello, and welcome to this episode of the Holistic Anxiety Fix Podcast. I am really excited about this episode because A lot of the women that come into my world struggle with this one symptom, and that struggle can create significant overwhelm and anxiety and panic in and of itself, and that is heart palpitations. So if you're somebody who struggles with heart arrhythmia, heart palpitations, or panic, then you definitely want to tune in because in this episode, we're going to be talking about what might be going on underneath the surface of your heart palpitations and panic that might be triggered by physiological causes but are non-medical in nature. So let's go ahead and get started. Before we dive into root causes of heart palpitations, I want to share with you that this was something that was actually significantly disturbing for me. If you know anything about me and my world, you know that I experience heart palpitations and panic when I watch TV shows like MasterChef. Now, before I got sick, I could watch these shows no problem, but then all of the sudden, like a light switch was flipped, I started having panic to MasterChef and it seemed completely irrational. My panic and heart palpitations started to seep into my life in lots of different areas. I started to have panic driving, you know, driving 30 minutes through traffic to see friends seemed like it was the equivalent of climbing Mount Everest. I also started to have panic around running and any sort of exercise. You know, I did hot yoga and that night I would be up in a full-blown panic attack. I would be sitting in supervision with my therapist and I would have heart arrhythmias. And let's be honest, if you've experienced any symptoms like this, you know that they're highly disturbing. The first place that the mind goes when you have anything that's sort of wrong with the heart is that you're dying of a heart attack. And you know, at this point, I've talked to hundreds of women and those women who have experienced panic, heart palpitations, or arrhythmias nine out of 10 times end up at the ER or at the bare minimum are going to their doctor and asking for additional testing. For me, I had an echo, I had an EKG, and I wore a Holter monitor. And this is a common type of testing that we see through the medical system, which is really designed to look at the heart and make sure that it's structurally functioning as it should be. This is why the majority of women who've experienced panic and think they're dying of a heart attack have pulled over on the side of the road and gotten their husband to pick them up because the panic attack was so overwhelming or is convinced that there is a heart attack that's happening and have showed up at the ER are really disappointed when they're told that everything is fine and it's just quote unquote anxiety. For me, after my Holter monitor and all the testing, Like many other women, nothing major showed up. There were some PVCs, but I was assured by my doctor that this was normal. And I bet you you're nodding your head 
and recognizing that this might have been what you heard as well. You know, she said with a pleasant smile on her face, if the abnormalities in my rhythm that weren't medically significant were causing discomfort, I could always take a beta blocker. But let's be honest, I didn't want to go on medication at this point. And logically, it made no sense to me. This symptom was new and it was awful. When my heart was off, my entire body felt off. There had to be a reason. There had to be something happening that was creating this symptom. And so I set on what I didn't realize at the time was going to be a very long journey and a costly one to start to get to the bottom of what was going on with my heart and other symptoms as well. Because let's be honest, very rarely is it just heart palpitations or random panic attacks. Oftentimes there's mindset pieces as well. Um, Perhaps stress is involved, looping thoughts, and, you know, really over-exaggerating threat of things around you. For me, I started to have looping thoughts and I would stress over and over again about things that weren't technically that stressful. I knew the looping thoughts didn't have any factual grounding, but I couldn't really stop them. And meditation, which used to calm me down, only stressed me out even more. And so it wasn't like it was just heart palpitation. There were gut issues and sleep issues and brain fog and all sorts of other things. So the writing was on the wall that there was much more going on. And so if there's one message that you get out of this podcast episode, it's that just because the doctor says that everything is fine with your heart and that it's just quote-unquote anxiety doesn't mean that there's not biological triggers underneath it that are non-medical in nature. And this is the case with the women that I work with, and it was also the case with myself. So I want you to pause those thoughts that tell you you just need to learn to live with this and open up yourself to the idea that there is hope for healing. And in this podcast episode, we're going to dive into exactly what that hope could be. Before we dive into the meat and potatoes of underlying causes, I want to share with you a success story because I think it's important that you know of examples outside of myself so you can have a frame of reference of what success looks like so that you can ground yourself in the knowing that it's possible for you too. And personally, I love the story of Amy. When Amy first joined the Holistic Anxiety Fix, she was having terrible anxiety and panic attacks. And quite frankly, it was a struggle for her to function. She'd gone through the medical system, but her symptoms weren't going anywhere. After five months of support, functional medicine testing, and moving through my 12-week program, Amy's results were incredible. Upon graduation of the program, she reported no more panic and an understanding of how to stop the crazy thought patterns. She was also able to go on vacation with her family and actually enjoy it for the first time in years. In the program, The Holistic Anxiety Fix, we use a standardized questionnaire called the MAQ. At the beginning of the program, Amy scored severe, and she had a very, very high score, in fact. And at the end of the program, we repeat the same questionnaire. So she redoes the MAQ. And upon graduation, Amy's results were amazing. She had no clinical anxiety. Yes, I'm serious. No, I'm not making this up. This is a real life story. 
And so I want you to know that these types of results are possible for you too. I want you to see that there's hope for healing, but I also want to insert a caveat here that there's also complexities to healing. There's no quick fix. There's no quote unquote magic pill like a beta blocker. There often isn't a single answer, unlike what the medical system tries to sell us. Healing anxiety, specifically the heart anxiety connection, really involves peeling back the layers, much like an onion. And what we're going to do today is go through the most common non-medical root cause of these symptoms. Why does the heart matter? You know, why does it create so many issues of anxiety when your heart isn't working? Have you ever really wondered that? I mean, if your gallbladder is off, it causes discomfort. If your liver is not functioning well, it causes discomfort. If your gut's not functioning well, it causes discomfort. But if your heart's not working, it's like your whole system is shut down. And as a heart mass trained practitioner, one of the things that I learned is that the heart is like a second brain. In fact, it competes with the gut as being really responsible for controlling the system, arguably as influential as the brain is. The reason is, is that the heart is like a pacemaker. And so when it beats rhythmically, it's sending messages to all of the other organs in your body that everything is good, that there's no need to worry, that we're safe. And when the heart starts to beat abnormally, then it actually sends messages to the body that there's something concerning. So when you have symptoms like heart palpitations and panic, it's actually not just the heart that's being affected but it's sending out these signals to the whole body that something's amiss. And that is why this symptom is so significant. So let's dive in to one of the most obvious and easy to fix symptoms of heart palpitations, and that is blood sugar imbalance. You know, ideally blood sugar should remain stable across the day. However, the modern Western diet combined with chronic stress has resulted in constant cycling of blood sugar levels, much like a roller coaster. So the consumption of simple carbohydrates and sugary foods like pastas, donuts, and fancy coffees, it spikes your blood sugar. And this results in the release of insulin, which then leads to a blood sugar spike and a significant drop in blood sugar. The low blood sugar then triggers the release of cortisol, which triggers the release of glycogen stores, and then increases blood sugar, and then the cycle continues. Hypoglycemia is something to really zone in on here because this is when your blood sugar levels drop too low. It's often linked with adrenal dysfunction, and feeling jittery can often lead to panic in cases of hypoglycemia. And so really addressing blood sugar through diet can be one of the main things that you can do in order to improve on your heart health and your symptoms of anxiety, heart palpitations, and panic. If you are struggling with anxiety and tired of going in circles, then I have something special for you. 
I have created a game-changing gift for everyone that is listening. This gift is specifically designed for women who are done living with their anxiety. Whether they are tired of the intrusive thoughts, the sleepless nights, gut issues, the overwhelm, or being unable to do the things they used to love. This gift is specifically designed for women who want immediate action steps. So what I have for you is a guide. It is five surprising ways to reduce anxiety in just seven days. This guide is really great because it gives you some actionable steps. It is not telling you about your anxiety or suggesting a random things that you're never going to do, but they are really actionable steps that are going to have an immediate effect on lowering your anxiety. You can find the guide at go.healingjourneyservices.com slash five ways dash one. The next root cause that I want to dive into is one that's not on a lot of people's radars, but was actually one of the main root causes of heart palpitations for me, and that is the limbic system. Now, knowledge of the limbic system hasn't really been integrated into conventional practices. It hasn't been integrated into therapeutic practices and is not very well known yet in the natural health community. And yet the limbic system can play a significant role in dysfunction. It is the part of the brain that is unconscious and its role is to scan the environment around you and decide if it's safe or not. And if it's deemed unsafe, it sets you into a fight or flight. Now, this is an old part of the brain, keep in mind, so it's evolutionarily adaptive. If there was a lion around you, if the vibe was off, it would have you leave the tribe or leave the area. That essentially is the role of the limbic system. We want this kind of thing. It is good and protective. However, the problem comes when the limbic system gauge is really hypersensitive. And so when the gauge becomes hypersensitive through traumas, through toxins, through things like mold, through copper toxicity, then what can actually happen is it will send the body into fight or flight over things that aren't actually fight or flight worthy. So if you're somebody who's listening to this and you go to the grocery store and you find yourself in a panic and you don't really know why, I want you to think about the limbic system. Think of all the things in a grocery store that aren't necessarily very safe. You have lights, bright lights, lots of noises, people going everywhere, people that you don't know, lots of visual stimulation. And if that gauge on your limbic system is hypersensitive, it doesn't matter what you consciously know. It doesn't matter that you think that the grocery store is safe. Your brain will trigger a fight or flight response. And this is what was happening to me when it came to heart palpitations, watching MasterChef. And let me tell you, this limbic system panic showed up in a ton of other areas in my life. And so healing the limbic system is another very important key role in healing the heart health and in improving heart palpitations and panic. Some symptoms of limbic system dysfunction outside of heart palpitations include easily overwhelmed, chemical sensitivity, difficulty focusing and confusion, and you can't really think of any happy memories. So if you're someone who's struggling to think of four or more happy memories, you know, obviously we know you've had more than four happy memories in your life. And so this is a good indication that the limbic system is at play. 
The next thing we want to look at are mineral deficiencies. And mineral deficiencies were actually a really big root cause of my heart arrhythmias as well. So everyone knows that when you run for a long time, say a 10K or a half marathon, you're going to burn through your carbohydrates. So you need extra water, you're going to need you know, to carb load the night before the race, you're going to make sure you have extra food and then bring minerals when you're running. The same thing happens when you're chronically stressed. One of the main things we burn through when we are stressed is our minerals. And what that means is that if we are stressed for a long period of time, then our calming minerals are depleted. So as the stress response continues, you are going to become more and more depleted in minerals like potassium. Now, pretty much everyone I speak to knows about magnesium. Most women in my world are already taking magnesium, but not a lot of women know about potassium, which is actually a key mineral for heart health. Check this out. Symptoms of low potassium are weakness and fatigue, muscle cramps and spasms, digestive issues such as diarrhea, vomiting, constipation, heart arrhythmias, and irregular heartbeat tingling and numbness, breathing difficulties, and mood changes. So think about this. How many symptoms do you have? You know, the main symptom of low potassium is heart arrhythmias. So you can see here that one of the major symptoms of low potassium is heart arrhythmias. Now, you might be listening to this podcast episode thinking, okay, Jody, but I just had my blood chemistry checked and my potassium looks just fine. Well, here's the problem in that, and we can say the same thing when it comes to blood sugar as well and blood work results in general. The blood work results are reflecting what is conventional, what is mainstream. And right now, a lot of women are not healthy. And so the reference ranges for blood chemistry is reflective of this non-healthy population. When we're looking at reference ranges medically, we're not looking at what's optimal. And this is a major problem because a lot of the ranges have been expanded to be so out of whack that even if you fit within range, you still might have those symptoms. We see the same thing with potassium. It's not necessarily narrow enough to pick up if there are issues. The other problem with potassium is that the blood really tries to keep potassium levels within range. But at a cellular level, you can actually be significantly deficient. And this is actually why I use HTMA hair testing to look at people's minerals. And let me tell you, the majority of women that I test using HTMAs will show significantly low potassium. When we're hair testing, we're able to see what's going on at a cellular level within about a three-month period of time. And so it gives us really solid information on potassium levels within the body. And so this is why it's really important to look at potassium as well as other mineral deficiencies that might be going on when you're looking at improving your heart health. The next thing I want to briefly mention here is hormones. Now, I could go on forever about hormones. And if you've followed me for a while, you know that I offer a lot of hormone healing in my program, The Holistic Anxiety Fix. But I'm going to get straight to the point here and share that symptoms of both low estrogen and low progesterone will trigger heart palpitations. 
Now, a lot of women just think birth control pills or bioidentical hormones are a quick fix for this. Well, they're a quick, quote unquote, fix, but they're definitely not getting to the root of what's going on beneath the surface. And if you want to check out a previous podcast episode, I go all into birth control and the links that it has with anxiety. I want you to remember that our job here is to be a health detective. And the truth is your hormones just don't go off randomly. There's always a reason why. And this reason differs from person to person and depends on what hormone is high and what hormone is low. But we really want to make sure that just focusing on hormones to heal heart palpitations is not our sole strategy. The next root cause of heart palpitations and heart arrhythmias is actually a sneaky one. A lot of people run to the ER with a panic attack only to discover later that it was actually acid reflux triggering this. I see this a lot with hiatal hernia as well. So if you suspect this is the case, definitely push for your doctor to check it out. There's a strong correlation between diet and acid reflux as well, and sometimes infections like H. pylori can be at play. The next root cause of heart palpitations is a personal one, and this is mold. Now, mold is a rabbit hole. I suspect that about 40% of the women that I work with have a mold issue, and mold will actually lead to histamines. Now, I'm going to be releasing a podcast episode in the near future all about histamines, but you can check out an interview that I did in the past about histamines and mast cell for more information. But just as a review here, histamines are a natural part of the body, but in high levels, they can cause a lot of symptoms. And these symptoms can be debilitating. A lot of people, when they think of histamines, they think of allergy symptoms, runny nose, sneezing, swelling, hives, difficulty breathing. But histamines can actually come with an entirely different set of symptoms that are not well known. In fact, these symptoms are presented by a lot of the women that I work with. They include racing thoughts, OCD-like thoughts, looping thoughts, heart palpitations, gut issues, and difficulty sleeping. Now, the connection between mold and histamines is that when you're living in a moldy place or working in a moldy place, or get this, if you had mold exposure in your past, it could create a condition where you have a histamine overload problem. And one of the main presentations of this is panic and heart palpitations. Histamines are not something that are really tested for and recognized by in conventional medicine, And typically, clients with histamine issues are the ones that have the most debilitating symptoms, the ones that have seen doctor after doctor after doctor, and the ones that really haven't gotten answers. And so if you're at a loss of what's happening with your heart palpitations and panic, you definitely need to put histamines and therefore mold on your radar. The last one I'm going to talk about is POTS. Now, POTS does not apply to everyone, but if you have histamine issues, If you've had mold exposure, then you definitely need to make sure that you're ruling POTS in or out. Now, technically, POTS is not a disorder. It's a syndrome, and it stands for posterior orthotatic tachycardia syndrome. And basically, it's an abnormal response by the autonomic nervous system. And so what that means is that the response that your body's having is outside of your conscious awareness, much like the limbic system. 
Now, POTS is actually something that can be medically tested for, but you can also screen for it as well. Generally speaking, there's two criteria that are used to diagnose. The first is that symptoms occur in an upright position and are relieved by lying down. And the second is that it's associated with an abnormally high and persistent increase in heart rate of 30 beats per minute. So basically what that means is if you go from lying down to standing up and your pulse changes by around 30 beats per minute or more over a 10-minute time period, then it's likely that you have autonomic nervous system dysfunction. POTS comes with a whole host of other symptoms as well, which is beyond the scope of this podcast episode, but I did want to make sure that I put it on your radar because panic, panic attacks when standing, dizziness, and nighttime panic can be one of the main symptoms of POTS. So as you can see here, there are many, many different non-medically significant reasons why you might be experiencing panic and heart palpitations that don't actually involve changing your mindset at all. I hope that this podcast episode was informative for you and help you to realize that you really need to expand your viewpoint when it comes to healing this particular symptom of anxiety because there's actually quite a bit that you can do. And just because you have heart palpitations and panic doesn't actually mean that there's anything medical going on with your heart. If you'd like to learn more information about how I can work with you to uncover root causes of heart palpitations, heart arrhythmias, and panic, then I'd love for you to reach out. Please email me directly at Jodi, J-O-D-I-E, at HealingJourneyServices.com or join my free Facebook group, Healing Anxiety Holistically for Women. I'm happy to give you an outline of all of the main non-medical root causes of heart palpitations if you just ask. Thanks for joining me today. It's been a pleasure enlightening you on another way to understand your anxiety. Bye for now. Thanks so much for tuning in to this episode of the Holistic Anxiety Fix Podcast. If you're enjoying the show, please feel free to rate, subscribe, and leave a review wherever you listen to your podcasts so others like you can learn how to heal naturally from anxiety. Thanks again for tuning in, and we'll catch you in the next episode.